This is Howard Anderson, News Editor at Information Security Media Group, and today we're at the HIMSS conference talking to Dan Berger, President and CEO of Redspin. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Howard. It's a pleasure to be with you. Dan, I thought we'd chat a little bit today about all the hacker attacks in the news, uh, Anthem and Primera and others, uh, that have primarily been focused on some pretty gigantic organizations. Should we be worried about hackers going after smaller organizations here soon? Well, you know, as I as I wrote recently in uh, in our breach report, uh, hackers are bad guys, but they're they're good economists. So, um, by that, what I mean is that it's all a rate of return. So, a hacker is going to look at a large data store of PHI and realize that the the way they can monetize that is going to be much greater than if they go after smaller smaller hospitals. But that's really talking about hackers who are kind of organized crime or nation state sponsored. What you would worry about with the smaller hospitals would be just individual hackers, which someone, someone working out of their basement who decides that, hey, this is a pretty good deal. It's easy to get in. I can steal 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 records, monetize them pretty pretty easily. So um, I do think it's a worry. And it's uh, I know just a few years ago, uh, and the breach statistics used to, used to show that hackers hacking was kind of a, almost, yeah, almost a negligent and we kept predicting that that was going to change, and it, it sure has. Should business associates be worrying too? Business associates, especially, particularly where they have um, mixed business lines, and they've got healthcare as a important part of their overall business, and they're t- using PHI, because typically they're not used to putting the same kind of the, the, the kind of extra special controls they should be putting around uh, around protected health information as they might around other information that they store. So I think, again, it's size, size does matter, so it's, I think it's, it really depends on how much PHI they have. I think business associates are, are, are a ripe target, uh, but again, it will be the larger ones that should really be worried. Right. A third, th- another one to, to think about is uh, self-insurers. Uh, Self-insured know. corporations yes, that exactly. have their own PHI in their right. servers. Right. Again, they're, uh, they're, they're self-insured. They're typically not uh, thinking about PHI as, you know, they're, they're not really thinking about HIPAA, they're not thinking about PHI, but usually if you're self-insured, you're either a very, very big corporation or a very small corporation, and the very big corporation should really be worried, should be doing their own HIPAA security risk assessments. So what other lessons can we learn from these recent mega hacks? Well, it just shows that security is all about lowering risk, and uh, many of these large large uh, uh, hacks were the result of what would seemingly be, you know, kind of innocuous starting points, a phishing attack um, that someone then leverages to get a uh, place of presence on the network and then moves from there to server to server to server. So it it kind of, I guess the lesson is that you you can't really leave anything out when you develop an information security program. You've got to be testing not only your internal and your external network infrastructure, you've got to be testing your web applications, Uh, you've got to be be training your people and and so that they're not susceptible to those types of, of phishing or social engineering type attacks. And are there steps that people are not taking that they should to thwart the phishing attack? Very much so. A few years back, social engineering used to mean you'd send a mock phishing email out and uh, you'd kind of count the number of people or the percentage of people that failed. And that kind of ended there. <laughs> well, that's not, you know, that's not going to last long. I mean, it, you're going to get a little bit of water cooler talk about, oh, I fell for this phishing scheme and everything, but that's not really not, social, that's really not security training. So you've got you've to combine both mock phishing type social engineering testing 
with follow-on training, and particularly if you can do it in context, like train the person when they've failed. Far more effective than the typical kind of classroom training or, or even, even online uh, self-paced training is not the same as kind of fixing, the, you know, kind of addressing the problem when it occurs. What about risk assessments when you're talking to a client? Uh, what are the, some of the <clears throat> mistakes that are being made that you got to fix? It's a couple of big, big mistakes. The first mistake is that they don't scope the project comprehensively enough. You know, there's so, so many people claim to do a HIPAA risk assessment today, and maybe it's more like a HIPAA checklist, as opposed to saying, what's the what's the real intent of a HIPAA, the HIPAA security rule? It's to, it's to evaluate the risks of threats and vulnerabilities across your entire organization. So that's one, is that make sure that scope is broad enough, and make sure you've got a qualified person doing that doing that scope. The second thing, and probably probably the biggest thing, is that once you've done the assessment, you've got to do the remediation. You know, as painful as it may be, that's still, just knowing that you've got these risks really isn't going to do much for you. And there's people who just stop there. They, they absolutely are, uh, or they take the easy ones first. And, don't, and you know, we go back. We've gone back several times to to, to organizations that maybe a year later and do the test again. And we we're, we're always frustrated when we find some of the same problems that existed a year earlier. So we've got to take it seriously. Security is really a process. It's assessment. It's remediation. It's validating that what you remediated works. It fixes the problem. It, and it's retest. And you go back through the cycle again to the next year, and then you do, do another assessment. But you've got to be on that cycle. If you do that cycle well, uh, your, your, your risk will, will, will not be eliminated, but you, you'll lower your risk. Well, thanks very much, Dan. Thank you, Howard. Pleasure being with you again. We've been talking to Dan Berger, President and CEO of Redspin for Information Security Media Group. I'm Howard Anderson. Thanks for listening.